Well, hello everyone. Yes, I know it's, it's been quite some time, hasn't it? You know, we've said before and I'm sure that we'll say again that sometimes shit just happens. This time though, in this specific case, that shit is the fact that, uh, that my good buddy and yours, Chris Trismegistus III.com, had uh, developed a nasty case of the coronavirus. Then, on I believe his second to last day of quarantine, we were hit with the strongest hurricane since 1901. Katrina was a bitch, but Ida was a fucking whore. So for the past month plus, my little family has been jumping around from hotel to hotel, from friend's house to family's house, while our home proper is, let's say, taken care of. Now our good friend of the show, Ryan Beatty, he decided to help me out a little bit unbeknownst to me and unsolicited. But when I tell you that it couldn't have possibly come at a better second in time, I just hope that both you and he believe me. So... I wanted to tell him in a little update about the situation at hand. I sent him an email stating, As I stand smoking outside the door of my what could only really be described as a FEMA bill-footed 60s flophouse motel, sweating the suffocating southern Louisiana humidity from every last pore, I was lamenting the catastrophic weather-imposed blackout of my intelligent internet show for idiots, trying harder than I've ever tried and failed to light bulb some way to inform the people that seem to care for whatever stupid reason about not only a dick and fart-laden comedy about sincere world-defining tragedy, but for an even unknowner unknown reason care about us. Wondering beyond wonder just how to describe the exodus of fleeing the all-powerful tyrant of creeping pestilence and death, powder-coated smatterings of an almost imperceptible black mold, not some juggernauting wall of alligator and snake-infested brackish water. This was not only equally terrifying, but also far more of a necessity, as the thought that if there is or ever was a god, I'd wager that the singular purpose behind the manifestation of a hurricane is is simply to show the world in intermittent, caustic, unrepentedness and just solidly just what a fucking cocksucker he really is. But then my phone interrupted my stream of steamed veggie existence with a notification that was tailor-made to restore a modicum of mysterious mirth for the expectations of man. Thank you. Thank you all 
for hopefully understanding why we haven't been able to be us for you in quite some time. Um, please, if you have any questions, concerns, anything, just if you don't hear from us for a while and want an update, you are all sincerely welcome to email us at snhnsnpod at gmail.com. I hope you enjoy this, I don't know, smart show for idiots. It's tailor made for you. Sausages be like, everybody likes a little butthole in the morning. Zippity doo dah. And he walks off singing, and like, that's wrong. That I guy was these Chinese. Are, these are the most awful, awful <laughs> fucking, these are the worst Bootsy Collins impressions I've ever heard. But they were way better before we had the nerves of recording them. <laughs> gold, nonetheless. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, hey. I'm Bootsy Collins. <laughs> Hot coffee, hot coffee. I'm Bootsy Collins, and this is another. Man, this is why I say no open water. I don't do it. I don't go on on cruises, boats. You're lucky to get me uh, in a pool. Bathtubs are sometimes a little scary. Episode of See No, Hear No, Speak No. I am in complete agreement with this, and I only know the title and maybe like one of the numbers. But... uh, in, in 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 reference to this episode, oh, fuck you guys. So close to me. One. Ah, uh, uh, how many numbers Chris knows? Ah, uh, ah. Uh, it's not even the number one he knows. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> UFOs, conspiracy, and as bitches. That's right. Hey, we're back. Back in the saddle again. The boys are back in town. It's hey, been a minute. Um, two steps forward, I take two steps back. We come together because opposites are not good to marry. No, that's... Mm -mm. I say we keep the sheep with the sheep (laughs) and the velocisauruses in our hearts and minds. That's speciesist, Jason. I do love a goodist. Do you want to know what tonight's tonight's episode is about? I can tell you again like I didn't tell you before. And then I'm going to mute my phone because I'm a professional for fuck's sake. Uh Heard that before. 20 bucks your phone's not muted. (laughs) Bullshit. Uh, it probably is because you just hate everybody all the time. No, because my mom was texting me a ton and she's got this Jetsons ringtone, like their doorbell, mm. and it's really fucking loud. Like the recording is way louder than I want to hear as many times as my mom texts me in a row when she gets to talk. Your mom does get to talking sometimes, yeah. really. I love her to death, I swear to God. She's but, a sweet, sweet lady. 
but that woman can talk. Yeah. But I mean, my whole family uh, can tend to be long-winded, though, if we don't pay attention. If you don't stop Chris, he will drone on and on. It's funny, too, because I feel like I don't say anything during the show most of the time. I'm just, like, listening with a dumb look on my face, like, holy shit. And he's like, hey, there was this time, but... 15 years ago where I thought I wasn't saying anything and I was like, holy shit. Where was it again? It was at a restaurant. No. No, it was at a bar. I think it was this bar. No, it couldn't have been that one. That one's on the other side of town. That well, bar that we went to in that place with that guy that time when we met that other guy. And I'm just like, shut the fuck up, man. Drank that stuff. Yeah, it was pretty good stuff. <laughs> anyway, so, tonight, we're going to talk about the USS Indianapolis, okay. or Indianapolis. You know, I've heard it pronounced that way before. Have you really? No. Oh, thank God. I was like, that person's stupid. Yeah. For certains. Well, the Indianapolis was a Portland crass, crass, it was, it was kind of a dick, <laughs> Portland class cruiser. Uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, it was made in Portland. Uh, it was the second of two ships in the Portland class, the third class of treaty cruisers constructed by the U.S. Navy following the Washington Naval Treaty made in Portland of 1922. That's when we all took a shot out of Washington's tight-ass naval. We're like, mmm. And then we high-fived, and then we... All cried a little inside, and off, and uh, a lot on the outside, though. Um, Your mama, but nothing. That's not fair, dude. I, there's, there's literally no comeback for that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Damn it. So, uh, ordered in 1926, and the six of the Northampton class ordered in 1927. Oh, no. mm-hmm. uh, it, you know, this, this is boring naval bullshit construction. It was a boat. No, it was a ship. I'm not going to even do that. It was a ship. So. Thunderstruck! Wait, what? Nah, just... Oh, Portland Thunder. I don't... Thanks, asshole. What did I do? Nothing. I'll be... Nothing. You ruined it. Well, what the fuck are you showing it to me for? You know what? I'll forget. I was giving you signals, man. Oh, the, the, oh were you setting up... I, I swear to God, I muted my phone. Were you setting up some kind of, like, uh, contest or something? No. Did you did you get signed to the Portland Thunder? But that's okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're forgiven. Whatevs. Um, so what I like to think of when I think of the USS Indianapolis, Christopher. Mm-hmm. I told you I can't stop I'm on a Christopher kick. Are you sure you know how to do that? Uh kick Christopher's. Oh no, it's 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 finished. It's done. Uh, so under Captain John M. Smiley, S M E A L L I E, Smelly, Smealy, Smealy, I would think John M. Smealy. I would think he would prefer to be, to be pronounced that way, even if it wasn't really, you know, because once you're out of like middle school and high school and shit, nobody really gives a fuck what your last name yeah. is unless they're like really bullying you or like it's really a badass. 
last name like Rambo. You know, you, or like, you know, you just put an E on the end, pronounce it Deerte. It actually sounds kind of cool. Mm. Yeah. All right, Joe. That's a stupid movie. Undertook her shakedown <laughs> cruise through the Atlantic and into Guantanamo Bay. Uh, it lasted from, or until uh, the 23rd of February. The Indianapolis then transit, trans, transited? Transited. Mm-hmm. That's not a fucking word. It means it went somewhere. I fucking know that. Why doesn't it just say that? That's a, well. It's not even a big word for The writer it. trying to be a good writer and failing. Fucking Wikipedia. Uppity bitch. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the Indianapolis then transited the Panama Canal for training off the Chilean coast. After an overhaul at the... But he pronounces Chilean correctly. Yeah, fuck you. Philadelphia Naval Yard. He sailed to Maine. She sailed. I'm sorry. Ah, I... get out no, of here. No, this is... What's funny about it is I saw a, a gender, and I'm like, it's got to be a dude, right? Yeah. Nope. No ships, ships are girls. Because guys don't enter other guys. Oddly enough, unless you're in the Navy, I think. That happens a lot in the Navy. <laughs> Is that why they do that? That's why they're... Uh, that's why they're... Pirates? <laughs> <laughs> Pillow pirates? Oh. Um, <laughs> I went to Maine. That was a good movie. That was a very good movie. Uh, <laughs> what are you, fucking Jeremy Piven's buddy? I watched it recently. To embark President Franklin Delano Roosevelt at Campobello. Campobello? Mm-hmm. Camp. Babello Island, New Brunswick. Come on down and have a cheese toast or something. I bet we make good cheese toast. <laughs> getting uh, getting underway. The you same. guys should have seen it. <laughs> on his face. Written on his face. It was panic. With his entire culinary knowledge of <laughs> regional culinary knowledge of this country. Come have some gulag. <laughs> some delicious, delicious gulag. Straight from Russia. Uh, Please, continue. Yep. Uh, getting underway the same day, Indianapolis arrived at Annapolis, Maryland, which uh-huh, is uh-huh, the Indianapolis uh-huh. arrived at Annapolis. I know them well. Mm. Ah. She hosted six, six members of the cabinet, which is they had the, the chest of drawers. They had the shift. Shifferobe? Shifferay? Right, right, right. Shifferobe? Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, you know what? They let... Aren't you French? I, I am so self-hating French, though, that I don't, I, I don't even just shun it. I repel it before it even gets to me for shunning. I mean, I'm not holding that against you, but okay. You can't. I'm repelling it. Um, uh, they, <laughs> they also had Roosevelt there. Uh, during her stay, uh, her being the, the ship... Uh, after disembarking, uh, Roosevelt, what the, okay, fuck all this goddamn stupid interwar period bullshit, right? Agreed. Fuck it. Man, Wikipedia, you long-winded, hard to read sometimes, but I still love shit, just don't tell nobody, bitch. Because this is not, this is totally not the fucking interesting part of this shit. Uh, I mean, yeah, it helps stretch it out, but who, yeah. who cares about that? So... It, uh, it went on a campaign in New Guinea, uh, in the Aleutian Islands. Uh, it uh, did tons of operations in, uh, like, Japanese-infested uh, waters. Like, Japanese, Japanese just <laughs> hopping out of the water like goddamn dolphins going, Eh, come by! 
<laughs> I just mm-hmm. picture him like you know how when they uh like in in more adult American cartoons sometimes you know you'll get that weird mm-hmm. little fucking view inside the body and like the cells or something will be yes. doing something crazy. Yes. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm just picturing all the cells being Japanese and in the water like like plankton or some shit. <laughs> just a school of tuna. You know, kind of like the one that climb up your urethra or something. It was Japanese infested water. Oh, man. So, this is where things get interesting. So, it had its normal fucking ship career in the Navy because it's a thing and not a thing. It's a right. person. It's a girl, apparently, who has... You know what? Back then, girls weren't allowed to have careers. So, this is a special, special thing. <clears throat> So after its its main shits, uh, it goes on a secret mission of sorts, uh, where uh, it has repairs and an overhaul from uh, some some propeller shafts that were damaged in uh, in, in an attack. Um, it uh, received orders to undertake a top secret mission of the utmost significance to national security. Uh-oh. To proceed to Tinian Island, carrying the enriched uranium. About half the world's supply at the time of oh, wow. uranium two thirty five, and other parts required for the assembly of the atomic bomb, codenamed Little Boy, which would be dropped on Hiroshima a few weeks later. Holy fuck balls! So they fucking speed to this tiny little island with the makings of the fucking uh, you know I am death destroyer of fucking worlds speech material. Um, half the world's supply, half of the existence of uranium-235 is on this ship. That's insanity. That's weird to think Why of. Why the fuck? I don't know. What kind like, I don't, military just baffles me sometimes as to, I mean, fuck. Okay, so it's insanity. Why the fuck would you I, say okay to that? I, because you have to. There Fuck is you, there I is have no, to. There is no no. You're in the army. I'm now. gonna no no. I mean no wait the navy. Fucking butthole for so the, some shit like the that. The Indianapolis like, departed San Francisco's Hunter Point Naval Shipyard on July sixteenth, nineteen forty five. Uh within hours of the Trinity test, she set a speed record of seventy four and a half hours from San Francisco to Pearl Harbor. So from God San Francisco damn. San Francisco to, to Hawaii in 74 hours on a boat, motherfucker. Wow. And then he, but then he it did the Kessel Run in four parsecs as well. Hey. What? I don't think it could do four. I think well, yeah. maybe six. Well, that's a distance, not a uh, time. Uh, an average speed of 29 knots, which is 33 miles an hour, which on a giant fucking boat is pretty fast. Miles like, an hour. I think you could probably actually ski behind it. Yeah. Like, really. That's pretty intense. Yeah. Uh, she raced on unaccompanied, delivering the atomic bomb components to uh, Tinian on the 26th of July. Um, then it was sent to Guam, where a number of the crew who had completed their tours of duty were relieved by other sailors, which just sounds like it is, like, just, <clears throat> you know what I mean. It's a bomb vacation, a tour of duty. Mm-hmm. Ew. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, leaving Guam on the 28th of July, she began sailing toward Light. L-E-Y-T-E. Leite? Lighty? Leite? Light. Light. Where 
Her crew was to receive more training before continuing to Okinawa to join Vice Admiral Jesse B. Oldendorf's. All right. Hey, what's your name, guy? I'm Jesse B. Oldendorf. Yeah, that sounds right. Would you like to join my task force? 95, I'm Jesse B. Oldendorf. <laughs> the name does sound pretty official. Yeah. I'm down. Um, It's like one you have <clears> to live <throat> up to. If, I mean, it just sounds so official that you have to be something. You have to grow up to be something official just so you mm-hmm. don't let it down. My daddy was a bean farmer and my mom was a debutante. And one day they got together and had me and they said I was their little beanie taunt. <laughs> Your bean you taunt? <laughs> Stupid fucking bean. (laughs) (laughs) I almost shot coffee through my nose. Ooh, that stings. It could have happened, I'm just saying. At midnight 15 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. on July 30th, 1945. Mm -hmm. Just imagine, you are in the middle of the ocean. There's not an island, nor uh, anything. There's nothing. There's just water. There's water, there's your your big-ass boat, and there's the sky... And you're like, okay, my shift ended an hour ago, and then I did the whole whacking it thing on the back of the boat. Right. And now I'm super fucking beat, and I'm going to go fucking lay down. So you lay down, and the the gentle rocking of the ocean uh, is making you sick as fuck, because you are not used to this shit. But then at midnight 15, it was struck on her starboard side by two type 95 torpedoes. Oh shit. That just means they were torpedoes. I don't the type I don't think really matters. They blew up. One in the bow and one amidships. It's them Japanese infested <clears throat> waters. From the Japanese submarine, uh, it was uh, just I-58, which is we I believe have an interstate system that is is dedicated to them. It's called I fucking hate I-58. No, I don't know, actually. I don't think so. Anyway, the the interstate was captained by Commander Mochitsura Hashimoto, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who initially thought he had spotted the New Mexico-class battleship Idaho. Fuck you and your name and conventions. What is this? Serious. So the explosions caused fucking crazy massive damage. The Indianapolis took uh, like a, just an insane hit. Um, the, uh, had a great deal of armament and gun firing directors added as the war went on and therefore it was super top heavy and settled by the bow. So 12 minutes later, she ended up rolling completely over. Then her stern rose into the air, just like in Titanic. As those guys fell off the holding on to the rim thing and hitting those big smokestacks on the way down and just like tumbling like ragdolls. Remember that shit? That was not cool for me to see when I was that young. I was like, that guy's, he's okay, right? And my brother was like, are you fucking retarded? You should shut your fucking stupid mouth. So it's in the water, in the middle of fucking nowhere, because a goddamn thing hit it and exploded, right? Uh, I will now switch to a more detailed uh, uh, recounting so 
of it. Uh, there, oh, there's a good picture of the boat right there. The oh, ship. I'm sorry, I keep calling it a boat, guys. I'm sorry. Huge, dude. It's not really that big. You got your 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 big guns here. That's what my grandpa uh, shot and off them. of his I've his been boat. On the fucking battleships in Mobile. Yeah, they're huge. Are you talking about the bumper boats at that fucking place? No, That's not real battleships. I don't remember which ones are parked in in Alabama and Mobile. I bet you that guy's parked in Alabama or Mobile. Um, no, I've been on them. They're fucking creepy. Mr. Bray, who is now 93 of California, said of the heavily guarded delivery, uh, it was a mystery to everyone on the warship. It was in the port hangar in a big box. There were Marine guards around it 24-7 and nobody knew what it was. Even the Marine guards didn't know. That was the, the, the bomb in Macon's, yeah. Uh, after leaving Tinian, the warship set out for U.S.-held Philippines on a voyage expected to be trouble-free. Uh, Mr. Bray says, we didn't we didn't anticipate anything, just a routine night. It was a view shared by U.S. Navy chief, I was about to say chefs, <laughs> U.S. Navy chiefs with Japan's defeat guaranteed no enemy was expected to attack. Crucially, guaranteed. a request by the USS Indianapolis's captain for escort vessels against submarine attack mm-hmm. was turned down. Yeah. Because, what are you talking about? Your boat's super fast. It's wicked fast. It's wicked fast. Man. Now, turned up to 11. But, the captain of the Japanese Imperial Navy submarine, the I-58, he had different plans. Record scratch? This summer. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It was on the midnight to 4 a.m. watch, sitting on a ledge of a 40-millimeter gun turret. Mr. Bray recalled that the first torpedo knocked me down about 10 feet, and I lost my shoes. I only had socks on. Knocked the man out of his shoes. Out of the, uh, the, how many was it I said? It was 1,902? Uh, 1,196. Uh, 1,196. Was it six? I could be wrong. Uh, you often are. <laughs> this, after you had proven that, when last time I asked you how many times. Yeah. We're Shut bad, up. We're bad friends to each other, Chris. You know. And that's just what I need in my life. I need somebody to be like, Yep. You shut up. All right, whatever. Who? Fucking cocky fuck. Um, I don't remember anything, but somehow that stuck out. I remember 1,196 men. So there were 1,196 men that were stationed on the Indianapolis. Um, And And they're out in Japan. My pee hole, you hear, just every five minutes. Um, but that's because of the gonorrhea. Um, just so the, 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 so the first uh, torpedo, when it hit, uh, it blew almost 65 feet of the ship's bow out of the water and ignited a tank containing 3,500 gallons of aviation fuel oh my God. into a giant pillar of fire shooting several hundred feet into the sky. Holy fuck. Then a second torpedo from the same submarine because you, you, you double m- tap, yo. My luck, you know. It'd be the it's from the same guy. Yep. Everybody, can you believe it? It's not from two different submarines that had t- double teaming us. Oh, you gotta make sure. Ah, 
got to got to watch out for the double team. Double tap. Mm. Uh, so uh, another torpedo came from them, uh, hitting the fuel tanks and powder magazines and setting off a chain reaction explosion that effectively ripped the Indianapolis in two. When it's tearing in half, it's still traveling at 17 knots, which is super fucking fast. Uh, so it takes on a bunch of water and sinks in just 12 minutes of, of the 1,196 men aboard. Only 900 made it into the water alive. So, let's... 196 minus 900. Uh, wait, I mean, no, I'm pretty sure it's... 900 is all It's two, survived, 296 so. men died just in the sinking. That's fucking crazy. Uh, so, they make it into their water. Not their water. Not, oh, not their boat. Mm-mm. Their ordeal. Their ordeal what is considered the worst shark attack in history was just beginning. As the sun rose on July 30th, the same day, because it happened at fucking goddamn midnight 15, the survivors are just bobbing up and down in the water like so many meaty buoys. That's, that's what David Bowie's last album should have been called. So many meaty buoys. This nasty. We miss you, bud. Um, uh, so, life rafts were scarce to almost non-existent. The living from the boat searched for the dead that happened to be floating because they had fucking life jackets that the survivors did not have. Um, so you are watching a lot of your comrades and, and, and buddies and, and friends and, 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 and stuff go up to another one that used to be so so soon ago. So soon ago? Does that work? Negative, sir. It sounds good, though, in my head. No, it doesn't. Shit. Not that long Recently, ago. Recently, perhaps? Yeah. And, uh... And like so, you're dead. You have a, a a vest on, and I'm like, I'm alive, and I am drowning. I'm like, give me that vest, motherfucker. You know? Oh, yeah. Sorry. So you're. I mean, you're dead. Who cares? Yeah. Um, well, if you're dead, then it's cool. Yeah. But like, if you're going swimming up to somebody and like basically drowning them to steal their life vest, that, that's a different. Story. I don't know how much that happened, but we'll see. Hoping to keep some semblance of order, they began forming like big groups. Some. Not so big, some over 300 in number in the open water. And now we have gangs. That's right. We're the sharks. No, you're not. Gangs. No, you haven't met the sharks yet, buddy. <laughs> we are the jets, though. Yeah. And we're here to rumble. We were the jets. Uh, soon enough, this though. This is Benny. <laughs> He's first to die. <laughs> they would be staving off uh, exposure from the elements. Uh, thirst, of course, because water, water everywhere... Let's all drink each other's pee, is how that Woo. that uh, saying goes. Now it's a party. And of course, the sharks. The sharks, the sharks, the sharks. What the fuck? So these animals were drawn in by the sound of the massive fucking explosions. Because that is like hearing... It's the sharks. Uh-huh. The sinking of the ship and the thrashing and blood in the water made them come even faster. Gross. I, 
while I'm saying it, I'm like, that is not the word I should have used. It works and it's supposed to be there, but I should have been like, arrived or something. Uh, so they don't know absolutely for sure what type of shark uh, did it, though uh, it's most uh, it, it's most believed that it was the, the white-tipped uh, oceanic shark. Yeah, like that one right there. Exactly like that one right there. Yeah, yeah. that's what gets you. Apparently, there are over 1,000 species of shark on the fossil record. That is fucking crazy. The fossil record wasn't as good as the Stone Age record. Like, uh, when they really fucking kept to their roots and, like, like they had that song, Hey, Fuck You, I'm a Caveman. I'm like, this rocks. And then on the fossil record, they're like, Hey, we're dead now. Sorry, guys. And I'm like, this is boring. You know, artists have to do what artists have to do. and they sometimes Especially the one formerly known as Prince. Evolved. Probably more. See, there's evolution, and then there's ascension. Well, yeah, the very few bands. And then there's vengeance. (laughs) (laughs) We clarified that earlier. That'll work, I think. So, uh, though, like I said, though many species of shark live in the open water, none is considered as aggressive as the oceanic white tip. Reports from the Indianapolis survivors indicate that the sharks tended to attack live victims close to the surface. Awesome. Leading historians to believe that most of the shark-related casualties come from the white tips. The first night, the sharks focused on the dead guys, right? Because them's them's, uh, slim and easy pickings, you Mm -hmm. know? But the survivors struggling in the water attracted more and more and more sharks. God. Uh, the sharks, of course, are feeling the motions of their thrashing limbs through a biological feature known as a lateral line. It's mm-hmm. those weird jelly sacks that's under their noses, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you're a stupid son of a bitch. Okay, oh, that, was, that, was, that was too much too soon, and I apologize, you motherfucker. That was rather sharp. I mean, you really put emphasis I, on it. I do have a fucking knife. Uh, uh, so as the sharks turn their attentions toward the living um, especially the injured and bleeding sailors tried to quarantine themselves away from one another with an open wound because that would bring sharks so first they were drowning their mates and stealing their jackets which we didn't confirm but I assume there are some pretty ruthless fuckers out there who wouldn't assume that right now, from big groups to singles, I see like one guy's cut, one so. guy with a really long pole, and he's like, "No, you stay over there, right? We're no. we're gonna be here. You stay there." Look, I'm picturing the ruthlessness getting more ruthless in that you know you're pulling your fucking mm-hmm. utility knife, and right? Cutting the dude and pushing him away from you. Look, if they don't eat you, we will. Just yeah. stay there for now, though. Which is also not confirmed. We don't know if that happened, but I'm just picturing ruthlessness, and that that would be... I'm picturing B. Arthur for some reason. So many survivors were paralyzed with fear, of course, because uh, when somebody died, they would just push the body away as if their body died in in space, and we're like, hey, forever. Basically, Mm. but Mm. that's... Hoping to sacrifice the corpse in return for a reprieve from just one shark's jaws. 
So they couldn't eat. They couldn't drink. They barely had any rations at all that they could salvage from the ship. Uh, one group of survivors made the mistake of opening a can of Spam. Everybody knows that sharks fucking love Spam. They do now. Mm. Delicious Spam in oh, a uh, Spam in a life jacket. I mean, mm. yeah. It's like, fuck, I don't even know what what animal it parts. Of. It's it's ham. It's spiced ham. Okay, so it's pork. It's delicious. I like a good uh, a good fried spam. Uh, you cut it up into little cubes and then you mix it in with some nice uh, 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 brunch brown sugar bean. Uh, you know, uh, fuck you, man. Hard pass, bud. Um, Ew. <laughs> I don't want your hard. Uh, before they could even taste this delicious, delicious spam, the scent of the meat drew a swarm of sharks around them. Holy fuck, they could smell it. Above the water? So they tossed the can as far as they could, like a like your junkyard dog was coming after you. Holy fuck. And, and, uh, and, and rather than risk being swarmed by fucking sharks just for some spam. The sharks fed wow. for days with uh, zero sign of rescue for the men. Navy intelligence had intercepted a message from the Japanese submarine that had torpedoed the Indianapolis describing how it had sunk an American battleship along their route, but the message was disregarded as a trick to lure American rescue boats into an ambush. Because nice. if there's one thing we know about the Japanese is they are practical jokers. Wow. Oh. They're like, ha we kill those American idiots. Yeah, I don't know why they sounded so weirdly Persian, that but still. That much sounds like something we would do, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I bet you they're just fucking with us. Yeah. That's, I ain't going nowhere. Wow. So no rescue. The fucking no thing food, is, is no water. also, and no word from the Indianapolis. After hearing the Japanese brag about fucking up the Indianapolis, I'd be like, you know, even if the Japanese are fucking with us, shouldn't they have called by now? No shit. Or answered the phone. Are they ghosting us? No shit. So, and with it, half of the world's... Oh, no, 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 that's been dropped off already. Yeah, 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 that's that's getting getting prepared to be dropped on Japanese as we explain. Oh, that's the one. I thought it it said like the one. No, it was, it it was Little Boy. That That uh, was the one. That uh, Little Boy and uh, Carl's Jr. Big Happy? Yeah, I think so. Shonies. Uh, huh. <laughs> um, um, okay, so that was already dropped off, and they're now just going to the next base to yeah. They, they party? Were, no, they're uh, they're going to actually uh, trade, not trade, but uh, get new soldiers or new uh, naval officers in exchange for ones that are done with their service. They're oh, going okay. home and to do some some training there uh, as well. Okay, so. Um, so in the meantime, uh, the Indianapolis survivors learned that they had the best odds of survival if they stayed in a group, and ideally, if you stayed in the center of said group. Because uh-huh. uh-huh. the men on the outside, or even worse, if they were alone, were the ones that were most sus- susceptible to being eaten by fucking sharks. 
Right. So now there's a fight for the middle. Okay. It's King of the Hill, but in the fucking water. You are exhausted, starving, and dying of thirst. And sharks are there watching you do this. This is, this is by far, on this planet, the scariest thing I can think of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? You put fucking spiders and you, you put them on the head of each shark and I am like, that's my very specific help. Yeah, well, yeah. No, I'm not even going to go into... Never mind. So as the days pass, the days in the water... You are like, you're a sponge. You are soaking up this fucking salt water. Um, Many survivors succumbed to heat and thirst or suffered hallucinations that compelled them to drink the seawater all around them. Delicious, delicious seawater. Juicy couture. (laughs) A sentence of death by salt poisoning. Those who who slacked their third slate. Slate? Slaketed? Slated, their it, thirst it does say slate. would slip into madness, foaming at the mouth as their tongues and lips swelled. Mm. And while that's happening, uh, they became a really great uh, threat to the ones that were still not doing that. Yeah. Because uh, you started thrashing like an idiot. And so we would push you away. <laughs> and... Dr- mm. They often became as great a threat to the survivors as the sharks circling below. Many dragged their comrades underwater with them as they died. So I'm going to drink this water. I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to maybe hug you one last time. And then we'll see where it goes. (laughs) No, No, I'm good. Nope. Nope. Mm -mm. I've I've got the COVID. This is fucking terrifying. After 11 a.m. on their fourth motherfucking day in the water, a Navy plane flying overhead spotted the Indianapolis survivors and radioed for help. Within hours, another seaplane manned by Lieutenant Adrian Marks returned to the scene and dropped rafts and survival supplies. When Marks saw men being attacked by sharks, he fucking witnessed, he's witnessing in broad daylight sharks attacking and eating human beings. So he disobeys direct orders and lands in the shark-infested waters and begins taxing his plane to help the wounded and stragglers who were at the greatest risk. A little, a little after midnight, uh, the USS Doyle arrived. The Doyle rules um, arrived on the scene and helped to pull the last survivors from the water. Um, of the Indianapolis's original 1,196 man crew, only. 317 remained. Um, Estimates of the number who died from shark attacks range from a few dozen to almost 150, but it's impossible to say for sure. Uh, Either way, the ordeal of the Indianapolis survivors remains the worst maritime disaster in U.S. naval history. The worst maritime disaster. It is A. That... In the in, in the history of American warfare, that ship being hit by two torpedoes and then them being eaten alive by sharks is the worst maritime disaster in American fucking history. That is strange to say. There's been I'm sure there were some decent ones, but right. that's fucking 
I mean, Pearl Harbor is a thing that happened. It, it is. It is. So, 879 people mm-hmm. is what is what died. Is what died, yes. Mm-hmm. 879 died. And only 150 at most, they're saying, were from shock attacks? I mean, that's so still pretty other... fucking bad. Those people died of just being in the water, being... Uh, the other 729 mm-hmm. went nutty bars or died of heat. Mm-hmm. Or murdered. Or murdered. Or suicided. Wow. There was that one guy that grew wings and just flew away. I mean, fuck. He was, he was drinking this Red Bull. Mm. But 729 to die of other ways is still pretty uh, it is also uh, thought that maybe tiger sharks joined in on the party Hey-o. and killed some sailors. Uh, the same, uh, the same, uh, but hmm. no. most of the deaths were That's due to exposure, right. salt poisoning, thirst, dehydration, uh, and then most of the dead from that even were then dragged off and eaten by sharks. So technically, still eaten by sharks, just not killed by sharks. The headquarters of Commander Marianas on Guam and the Commander uh, Philippine Sea Frontier. I don't like the way that sounds. It sounds dirty to me. Philippine Sea Frontier? That's like a double fuck you from the universe, mm-hmm. right? Like, not only do you die in one of the shittiest ways possible, mm-hmm. but then you get dragged off and eaten by sharks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Well, I would hate to get dragged off and eaten by sharks and then die of exposure the next day. Yeah, well, that's like the universe that saying fuck you and spitting yeah. in your fucking face. And then opening your mouth and pissing in it. Uh, right. Oh, you know what? Yeah, sharks for you as well. Yeah. So, uh, okay, so there's there's basically this, um, the, uh, they, they, they come together and they are going to find out why, basically. Trying to well, not just find out why, but some find some poor schmuck to pin it on. Oh no! Because someone has got to be responsible, and oh, it's not no. gonna be me. No, see these stars and bars on my shoulders? That means fuck you. I'm going home to my hot, my oh, hot young wife. It's the Japanese. <coughs> no, it's not. It's the captain of the ship. That's fucked up. Is he dead? Right. Though? I no, mean, he's not one of the ones that died. So in the oh, in the first official statement, the Navy said that distress calls were keyed by radio operators and possibly were actually transmitted, but that no evidence had been developed that any distress messages from the ship was received by any other ship, aircraft, or shore station. Wow. Uh, later declassified records showed that three stations received the signals, but none acted upon the call. Awesome. One commander was drunk, another had ordered his men not to disturb him, and a third thought it was a Japanese trap. It's a trap! And you just see <laughs> see that octopus guy. <laughs> um, um, immediately prior to the attack, the seas had been moderate, uh, the visibility fluctuating, in, but poor in general, and the Indianapolis had been steaming at 17 knots, which is 20 miles an hour, 31 kilometers for you non-Americans. When the ship failed to reach uh, Leet on the 31st of July, as scheduled, no report was made that she was overdue. Eh, they'll make it here sooner or later. Let's yeah. go get some fucking cheese toast or something. Cheese toast. Delicious, Great. delicious cheese toast. 
The Navy then created the Movement Report System to prevent such disasters in the future. But we will now speak of the court-martial of Captain McVeigh. Yes, Captain Charles B. McVeigh III, who had commanded Indianapolis since November 1944 through several battles, surviving the sinking, though he was one of the last to abandon ship and was among those rescued days later. In November 1945, he was court-martialed on two charges. Failing to order his men to abandon ship is the first. The second Hazarding the ship. You know what that means? Cleared of the charges of failing to order to abandon. He was convicted of hazarding his ship by failing to zigzag. Several aspects of the court-martial were controversial. Yeah, Who could fucking have guessed that? Do you think? There was evidence that the Navy itself had placed the ship in harm's way. McVeigh's orders were to zigzag at his discretion. Uh... Weather permitting. However... McVeigh was not informed that a Japanese submarine was operating in the vicinity of his route to Guam. From from Guam to leave. Uh, Furthermore, uh, Commander uh, Mochitsura Hashimoto, ah, Mochitsura is fun to say, the commanding officer of the I-58, of course, later testified that zigzagging would have made no difference. Wow, that's like, ah, we would have killed you Americans anyway, you know. I told you not. This show is not for children. Nope. The submarine is is coming laterally, and you're just doing this. It's gonna hit you anyway. Submarines faster. Got got bombs that can fly. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm sure they are. He said it would have made no difference. He's a little bit of a braggart. Thou art a braggart. Uh, Fleet Admiral Chester Nimitz. That's the best name of the show, I think, so far. Chester Nimitz here. Let me get my elephant gun and let's go shoot some minorities. Court martial's fucked up. Yeah. Man. Yeah. A fucking army fucking court is fucked up. No. You, there, that, mm-mm. I would like to decide that man's fate as well. You know, I've been called to jury duty. Never been called in to be on a jury. Um, I don't think I've ever answered it. They're always like, stop touching yourself so much. I'm like, this is the hottest thing I've ever seen. I just always assume that when I don't reply or show up, mm-hmm. they're just like, yeah, we probably don't want that guy anyway. He doesn't seem like he'd be reliable. Nah. Um, so, Chester Nimitz uh, remitted McVeigh's sentence and restored him to active duty because it was bullshit. And uh, McVeigh then retired in 1949 as a rear admiral, which is what Chris is. But way different. That's right. Well, not way different, but pretty different. Uh, many of the Indianapolis's survivors said that McVeigh would, was certainly not to blame for the sinking. The families, you know, the people who weren't on the fucking ship of some of the men who died thought otherwise. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Our family's holiday would be a lot merrier if you hadn't killed my son. Damn. Read one piece of mail. <laughs> Damn. The guilt that was placed on him... I thought that was one of your bits, but no, nope. that was real. Mounted yeah. until he committed suicide in 1968 using his Navy-issued revolver. He was discovered on his front lawn by his gardener with a toy sailor in one hand and a revolver in the other. He was 70 years old. No, I don't, I don't like that sentence at all. 
Uh, his record was eventually cleared in fucking July of 2001. Nice. That from the uh, 1920s? Awesome. Yeah. He, uh, How nice of them. There's, uh, let's see, uh, United States Secretary of the Navy, Gordon England. That's not okay, right? You can't be named, your last name especially cannot be England. And you be the United States Secretary of the Navy. No, it does sound a little fishy, doesn't it? Ah, fishy Navy, I get it. That's good. <laughs> and Gordon, like the fisherman. It's a trap. It's a trap. Um, to enter the congressional language into McVeigh's official Navy service record that cleared him of any and all wrongdoing. So the uh, 70-year-old man that killed himself with a fucking toy in his hand can rest easy now. <laughs> what a Two yeah. more generations. Degeneration. Like, I don't even know why Grandpa did something like that. Oh, he's cool now? Oh. Rules the nation. Who gives a fuck? With version. I mean, that's cool that they did that for him, I guess. Mm-hmm. But 80 years later... Uh, fucking almost Posthumous fucking shit is so stupid to me. It, well, okay, no. Official posthumous salaries is that that's the weirdest thing in the world to me. Just be like, hey, okay, we were wrong. We apologize. My our bad. I don't need to have Congress say that I can write on a piece of paper. This dude apparently didn't fucking do it. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean. I, it just makes me wonder if there's some sort of, of uh, let's say, like, statute of limitations for something. Uh, like You know what I mean? So, like, they, they waited, or we waited long enough. I think enough people have forgotten about it that now that we come out and say it, nobody will care. That, All that of the people of that this would actually affect died long ago. Well, that's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I so think like, that maybe we can be like, you know what? Maybe slavery wasn't a hot idea. We're like, maybe their kids would still sue us, but I don't think their grandkids will. Like, no, we're the government let's anyway, so we people can decide. The all the time. Do they win all the time? Uh, that part, I don't know. <laughs> there was that lady that burned her crotch at McDonald's. I would assume, no, she won. She did win. She's super rich now. Well, not as rich as she should be. So the discovery of the wreck uh, of the Indianapolis in the Philippine Sea. That's there's a Philippine Sea, a Philippine Sea. Nasty. Uh, it was found in August of two thousand one. Uh, an expedition sought to find the wreckage through the use of side scans, sonar, and underwater cameras mounted on a remotely operated vehicle because we needed something off the boat did he leave his favorite pocket watch where the fuck was james cameron in his goddamn tiny submarine the fucking captain forgot to grab his weed before he no he he killed himself long ago who cares four indianapolis survivors accompanied the expedition which was not successful uh in june of 2005 a second expedition was mounted to find the wreck national geographic covered the story and released it in july uh, submersibles were launched to find any sign of wreckage, although they only located pieces of metal that were not proven conclusively to be from the Indianapolis. Fast okay. forward to July 2016. New information came out regarding the possible location of the Indianapolis when naval records, that's where I like to keep my records too, mm-hmm. were <laughs> discovered indicating that the tank landing strip LST, wait, the tank landing strip? 
That's pretty They cool. had tanks that could fly? Tanks that could fly and land on battleships way out in the open. Oh, no, no, no. You know what? I bet it was it was just the strip that the that the, from the crotch to the belly button. <laughs> That's what they used to call that. It was, it was like <laughs> Two or you know, two <clears throat> tread marks, yeah. yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah. with a with a wicked rash yeah, right in between. Uh, in July, <laughs> now I kind of want to see that. The, this information allowed researchers to determine that the Indianapolis had been moving faster and was therefore further west than previously assumed. Wait, where did chicks get their plots professionally shaved? Would that be at a like one of those waxing salons or something where you can just tell them to take the rest off? And I want a tank landing strip shaved. I mean, in the th- top. those are phone calls you're going to have to make, sir. I have no idea. I thought you would know about that sort of I thing. I have not groomed. I've not groomed. I've never paid anyone to groom me. No, but they've done it for free, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it happens, though. So, National Geographic uh, then planned to mount a further expedition to search for the wreck in the summer of 2017. Um, but it was actually found about uh, 25 miles west of the reported sinking position in water over three miles deep. That's mm. fucking deep as shit. Mm-hmm. And likely on the side of an underwater mountain. Because fuck the Indianapolis. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking thing. Oh, you think it can't get worse, huh? <laughs> I left a fart down there for you. <laughs> Did I ever tell you? Oh my god, that, that makes me think of this uh, this this story that I heard. Is it about um, a lovely lady? Uh, yeah, she was pretty cute. Was she growing up with three very lovely girls? <laughs> she did not, but okay. She told me that uh, her brother used to like to terrorize their their mom, and uh, one year, you know, they they had extra an extra can of coffee, and they were running low on the first one. So he opened the extra one and dumped the rest into it, right? And then he used the old coffee can. <laughs> I know where this is going. Blew a fart in it, closed it up real quick, put it back in the cabinet behind the new one so that it looked like they still had a new one back there. Mm, let it ferment? And for whatever reason, his mom kept buying new ones and it was almost a full year later that she mm. finally opened that one to see what was in it and got blown a year old part that's first of all and it was still good first of all i could see okay i mean it, it, it it's tiny poop particles it was still that's what good. a fart that's is insane. so it's it's just poop particles just growing Microscopic. and pulsating all over oh, this can yeah. and it's disgusting so back to this ship tragedy <laughs> <laughs> um, on the side of a mountain. So a year after the, after the discovery of the records, the wreck was located by Paul Allen's USS Indianapolis Project. That's weird. That's a coincidence that's, like hell. It sounds like a like an album from the 80s. I can't. No, you're thinking about the Allen Parsons Project. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's... No one ever like. thinks of them ever, Chris. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Um, so they found it August... 2017, a depth of 1,800 feet, which is 5,500 meters for you Canadian hats. A depth of what? 18,000 feet. 5,500 meters. 
The wreck was revealed to the public on the 3rd of September, 2017, in a live TV show called The Match Game. <laughs> Who wants to fuck this boat? <laughs> the universe already did. It reminded me of a story. I'm sure that you'll regale us boringly with it now. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. With you. Not at all. I mean, it's a, that's a whole other episode. It's a whole nother breadbasket of colors and stamps, most likely. Who keeps bread in a basket, dumb fucks? U.S. Indianapolis, live from the deep. Live from the deep. <laughs> from the deep. On PBS. So it probably didn't sound just like that, but I liked it like that. I like it. Sorry. Miles O'Brien, and also including now retired Captain William Toti. Miles O'Brien. A shark needs to eat no, Miles O'Brien. I'm not even gonna touch that one. It, it sounds like it sounds like a fucking. Never mind. I just said I wasn't gonna touch it. And then you started touching all over it. That's the good. wreck is well preserved due to the great depth at which it rests among the Rocky Mountain ranges of the North Philippine Sea. In September 2017, a map detailing the wreckage was released. The main part of the wreck lies in an enormous impact crater. Her bow, which broke off before the ship sank, lies 1.5 miles east. The two forward 18 or 8-inch guns, sorry, which also broke off on the surface and marked the ship's last position on the surface, lie 0.5 miles east of the main wreck. The bridge, which broke off the ship due to torpedoes, lies in a debris field near the forward guns. The single 8-inch gun turret on the stern remains in place. Though the stern's roof collapsed over itself, uh, airplane wreckage from the ship lies about 0.6 miles away. Um, the, full ex- the full exposition of the method by which the wreck was located and documented was released in another PBS documentary on 8 8- January 2019, titled USS Indianapolis, the final chapter, live from the deep. I added that part. I just could not help myself. No, it was, it was right on time. too good. It was right on time. Uh, since 1960, uh, of course, they did have surviving crew members. Uh, they've been meeting for reunions in Indianapolis because fuck the ocean. Yeah, on land, please. Mm. Thank you. Uh, 14 of the 32 remaining survivors attended the 70th reunion held the 23rd to 26th of July, 2015. The reunions are open to anyone interested except Chris and Jason. Yep. Uh, yep. But, of course, it did say anyone interested. <laughs> and have more attendees each year, even as deaths leave few survivors. You know, time's the real shock here. <laughs> No, I would agree. That's exactly what I was thinking mm-hmm. when you said that. Every year, the survivors, by 2015, most of them in their 90s, vote whether to continue. Seven out of 20 remaining survivors attended the 2017. And as of May 2021, there are still five motherfucking remaining survivors oh of the God. Indianapolis because they said, fuck sharks and fuck time. I'm not going nowhere until I get some fucking cheese toast. This just in. Live from the deep. Live from the deep. Try the cheese toast. It's a Philippine treat. For your teats. <laughs> from my teats. I don't know, man. Comes from Lee. No. No, that was bad. So there's a memorial. 
I hate to sometimes, but most of the time I don't. But sometimes, most of the times I do. Um, the U.S. Indianapolis uh, Museum uh, grand openings uh, at July twenty uh, seven. No, seventh of July two thousand seven. He doesn't know. They have a place where you can go and and uh, probably light a candle or two and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then reenact Madonna's like a prayer video. <laughs> Yeah, right? No, man. Please, no, please. Life is Awful. Steady. Don't do it. Don't do it. Please don't do it. Don't do it. Okay, so Jaws, right? Uh, Quinn. Quint? Quint. Who uh, is in there? He's the salty old sea dog that was uh, a drunkard. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he is a survivor of the Indianapolis. Really? Yeah. The, the story he tells. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, the you know I didn't catch that black, black obviously because I didn't know the story. But like a doll's eyes. That's crazy. You know, after he did the drunken "Show Me the Way to Go Home" song, yeah, yeah. Uh, he and Richard Dreyfus got in an honest to god fist fight where he almost killed Richard Dreyfus <laughs> because he was drunk as fuck. Nice, right? They yep. drank real alcohol. Huh? No, just him. <laughs> just him. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I always wonder that, though. Like, is it, you know, when they drink wine or they, they pour a fucking... Well, I mean, I, I've not been, like, a main character in any movies, but I've been at filmings of movies and shit, and sometimes it's crazy how many times they have to reshoot the same fucking three seconds of film. Right, that's why I wonder, is it real alcohol? Or is no, because it... you would get bombed okay. if it were. And then you wouldn't be able to act, and I say, you know, that's how you pay for your... Fucking your dog's braces and stuff. <laughs> I was gonna say dental work too, but wow, we yeah, are we're, we're really on. vibing with the brain waves tonight. So, so buttons, wow. but yeah. So that's the story of the USS Indianapolis and the uh, the I don't know our recorded history's worst uh, shark uh, death toll attack. Toll, I mean. Know I, of. This is for our country, mm-hmm. I imagine. That right. they let us know of, man. Quite others. Quite a few others. You know, I heard there was this one time where one giant shark ate a whole boat. Oh, oh shit. That, that was back in the fucking Grecian days. It was really greasy. It was uh, <laughs> and stuff. It was delicious, though. I'm the shark. Hi. How big does a squid have to be to take down a whole ship? Like, how many? Like, pretty large. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck? If a woodchuck could chuck wood. No, no, we're not going to go there. Because I Seven. don't want to say something about the dew drops. And then nope. you're gonna there's nothing. Them. I don't even know what a dew drop is. How much dew could a dew drop drop if a dew drop could drop dew? But it can't. Right. It is. It can't drop what it is. No, does a woodchuck chuck wood? Sure it does. No. You've never seen a woodchuck throw a piece of wood before. No. <laughs> no, I can't say that. I don't know that I've seen a woodchuck. Are <laughs> they beavers? Is that what a woodchuck is? They're like, different? they're like, yeah, kind of similar. I don't think they have anything to do with wood like a beaver does, though. I, I think they're just like a giant, like not giant, but a large rodent of some <laughs> For sort. For a second, I did picture... <laughs> Going through the trees, knocking them down. I'm going to chuck this wood. I'd still take a swarm of rodents over a swarm of sharks, though. Any day. 
Mm. And uh, uh, large rodents like uh, nutria, or Ooh. or like little ones with tiny little mouths that fucking really just can tear at little bits of you. I mean, a swarm of nutria would be awful. The teeth on those fucking things. Yeah. See a dentist. <laughs> Your teeth are the color of cows. <laughs> but I wanted to kiss you until you did that. You opened your mouth and showed me your long nine-inch fucking carrot <laughs> orange teeth. Those bastards are mean, too. Um, you know, we used to eat them in high school. People used to get paid $20 per nutria they killed. This is not bullshit uh, because we had, like, an influx of them here. And, uh, yeah. yeah, like, the fucking rednecks in, in the back neighborhood by the canals and shit would shoot tons of nutria every night. And they would bring them to the fucking city building the next day, get paid $25 a head. And then they would fucking service Nutria buildings at school. I will tell no you right way. this second. Nutria, no fucking yes, way. Yes, totally way. Yes. Nutria is delicious. If prepared by a professional in a hairnet with the name Maud, you know? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. You know what's crazy about Maud? She became the juicy couture lady. <laughs> <laughs> the spokesperson. You like. They used to love my Nutria burgers. Now, all they can keep screaming is about Juicy Couture. No fucking way, though. Are you serious? Yeah, we ate Nutria burgers. Like, seriously, all throughout all high school. What yeah. the fuck? We had the choice, like, if we wanted beef or Nutria. And it was kind of like this exotic weird thing. It was a little greasier than You went to school beef. where I went to school. What are you talking about? I went about? to school longer than you did. No way. It's abominable I did, yeah. Well, yeah, you were younger a little bit, but still, did, like, did, what? I don't know. When I was your age, I was fucking six years older than I am now. Okay, we're not going to make this a fun, uh, a funny time episode, but what? He said, but. <laughs> did you hear him? He said, but. <laughs> oh, man. That's good. That trips me out. <laughs> yeah. Nutri Burgers, look it up. That and and out there, uh, I invite you to look it up too. You won't, or if you do, you won't let us know that you did. That's true. You we'll know what? You know what? You know what? Like Email us at s n h n s n p o d at gmail dot com. Motherfuck! It's been a long time since we've done an episode. I'm sorry if this one is a little rocky or bumpy. Uh, we are pronounced Chilean correctly. Fucking Chilean sea bass is delicious, man. I've oh. never had. Whatever the fuck the name of that other fucking stupid places was, sea bass. <laughs> Kick his ass. So, uh. Um, Cut his fucking head off. Yeah. What? Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. There were a lot of numbers in this one. And there were three numbers in this one. They were pretty crazy. Well, I, I mean, I guess the 17 knots was pretty pretty good. Um, I can only tie three knots in one piece of rope. I don't know how somebody would get 17. Like, that's gotta be a record. You know? Seventeen. He did a super fucking fast too. Fucking a, dude. It's It was a year old. It had a birthday. I don't think it did. <laughs> I think it had. I mean, they didn't throw it a party, but it. They didn't throw. <laughs> no. What? No. In this day and age, they didn't throw a party for a can of poop. <laughs> Powder gas. <laughs> On that fucking note, Christopher, I'm gonna have to say, you've just listened to 
another. It was fun, but man, there was some dark shit on this one. And then there was a lot of poop talk for some reason. Friss. (laughs) (laughs) The yellowish brown fog. Oh my god, I can't I can't even imagine. I can't well like I'm still trying to figure out could you have worn off warded off excuse me, not worn off. Could you have Hey guys, sharks! Watch out for those guys over there. They don't like being eaten. Like at least one or two attacks by like pooping yourself or I think that sharks are probably used to the poop taste because they just eat the poop, but it's inside you at the time. I think it's it's punch them in the nose or nothing. That's all you get. That's God's only weak spot to sharks is you got to punch them right in the fucking nose. Oddly enough, I've it works, but not oddly enough. Lots of people lose hands trying to do that. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you can't, like, straight jab them, I wouldn't think. You'd have to, like, get them in close and, like, give them a hook. I would think you'd have to have them in some kind of a weird headlock and just really bash them. Maybe a noogie. (laughs) Maybe a noogie on the nose. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. That's it. To ward off a shark attack, you gotta give him a noogie. Is it bad that Everybody the, whole time, the whole time I was thinking of Jabba Jaw eating these people? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hate Jabba Jaw. <laughs> Selfish son of a bitch. I'm just thinking, wow. Yeah, no. I mean, you could you could probably get him with a two-piece. But still, it would, it's like a hook first. And then you catch him with the straight jab. So, I mean, they still gotta be in closer than you want them to be. Well, you have to touch a shark. That's always closer than you want to be to a shark. <laughs> For sure. Especially the... Like you have to physically reach out and have your, your appendage actually make contact with a shark. <laughs> the most aggressive sharks in the fucking world, no less. In Japanese infested waters. In a swarm. You've already got, you've already got Japanese all in your urethra. Urethra. <laughs> Oh, she would be offended. Uh, who, Urethra Franklin? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Count down. We are on. Three. I didn't even say it. Wait, wait, my part. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Go for it then. Come on. Uh, the UFOs, conspiracies, and moitas. I hope you like the moitas. They were fucking deep. A lot of the murder talk this episode was just conjecture by chris and i and it's it's pure speculation but unconfirmed what a fantasy we live in wow no stay over there or i'll fucking kill you seriously you've got gonorrhea the sharks love it sharks it's like it's like strawberry shakes from mcdonald's at night to them oh my God. you know how hard it is to get a strawberry shake from mcdonald's at night oh my God. Oh. I can't this is, I hope I don't have nightmares from this story, for real. Of all mm. the weird and crazy shit we've talked about, this is literally the scariest thing I can imagine. It's being blind, absolutely blind. It is being, I mean, you can still smell the salt smacking you in the face. You can feel the water bouncing you around, and you can hear the distant screams of your shipmates being devoured by a pod of fucking white tip ocean anic shocks all while you struggle to stay afloat in a fucking giant pool of fish cum it's cum it's 
piss. It's shit. Yeah. It's, it's blood. It's, it's literally guts. Literally a fish toilet. It's it's a fish. Everything. It is a fish. Technically, countdown. Three, nice. two, and a all-encompassing shock-tipped one. Uno. Jabba Jaws. No, nope, you gotta try to. Jabba Jaws. Jabba Jaws. Fuck you! I Better got this. Did. I got this wild card that says "Go fuck yourself," and then I flip the table <laughs> and just fucking flip you off as I stomp away crying. I never went Uno. Poop myself. Ew. Just to keep the sharks away. I bet. I wonder if the. He says it's to keep the sharks away, guys, <laughs> but I think he just really likes pooping himself. <laughs> The sharks don't fuck with him. I don't know what to say. I've just been swimming near his shit, and it's fine. I don't have to poop myself. I can I can pull my pants down and poop straight into the water like all the rest of us guys. Like, Everybody's pooping themselves. Chris. <laughs> They're in the water. There's no toilet. You ain't cool unless you poop yourself. <laughs> can you guys hold me up so I can poop but not inside water? What the? It's a very strange sensation to what? poop whilst sitting in water. Like honestly, you mentioned you mentioned having trouble in the bath as part of the PTSD, but I really like you've seen what war PTSD on land produces. What does fucking four days in are being surrounded by shark attacks PTSD produce? Like what kind of fucked up shit happens? I mean, I'm that? sure that you're terrified of screams, water, darkness, and sharks. I imagine. Well, I mean, the nightmares for sure. I imagine you, you don't get rid of those for quite a while and lots of therapy. No, you but... hold them here close to your heart. <clears throat> but like, and then you give them to your grandkids. Hopefully, one day they'll make them some money. Like seriously, if you get hit I with did the countdown fucking forever ago. Sing to me this song, and this is what they said. Come sail away, come sail away, come sail away with me. Come sail away, come sail away, come sail away with me. I thought they were angels, but to my surprise, they climbed aboard their starship and Come sit away, come sit away, come sit away.